0: Harry Styles wins a Grammy and gets put in the corner. This is What's on Tap. From the GBH Newsroom in Boston, I'm Paris Alston. Jeremy Siegel is out today, but Morning Edition executive producer Karen Marshall is back at it with me again. Good morning, Karen. Hey, good morning. So, this Harry Styles thing is an inside joke. Yeah, like, very ins- For real. <laughs> because we have like inside a, the studio. Inside the studio, we've got a cut out of him thanks to our associate producer, Rachel Armani. And apparently, it has seemed to have scared too many people as he's peering out of the glass window here because someone moved him into the someone corner. Someone came this into morning.
1: our studio and took him out of our yeah, maybe that was a viewing. room. Because we share and, the like, studio
0: with a rune for, for who faced does a two him towards the, the corner,
1: but sometimes those cardboard cutouts are a little bit freaky. Oh, and that very he realistic. scared me more than once. <laughs>
0: well, he did win a Grammy last night, which we will talk more about in just a bit. But first, we have a quick update out of Woburn. We were following the teacher strike there last week, which lasted for five days. Classes mm-hmm. were canceled the entire week, but now the teachers' association has finally reached a tentative deal with the school committee. Uh, they did that yesterday, I believe. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so they're back in the classrooms.
0: Yeah, back in the classrooms today. If you remember Friday, uh, Barbara Locke, who is the head of the, the Woburn Teachers Association there, was saying that she was hopeful that 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 would be the day. Um, that they would come to the agreement. They did stall over the weekend, but were able to get back to the table and reach a deal that increases pay for educational support professionals, such as teacher's aides and other paraprofessionals, and also creates a more competitive wage for teachers. Yeah, and they, they face uh,
1: a few
0: fines for
1: being and on strike a as long bit, they a little bit, right? Um, but we've seen this now. What is this, the 4th? Third or fourth school district this year, yeah, in addition this school to year, who have um, gone on Maldon, strike. Believe, so was
0: it Medf- was it Malden or Medford? I don't want to miss Medford. Here. Medford. Um, but yes, a number of teachers' associations, and you mentioned the fines there because they were incurring. It was forty thousand dollars the first day, and then it was going up um, each day that they continued to strike after that fourth day that they had inc- that they began to incur the fines, and this was a sticking point uh, for Mayor Scott Galvin. He actually demanded that the union pay. Two for strike related costs to the city of Woburn. Um, And he also went on to say that the deal was pretty similar to what teachers had been offered at the beginning of the year, calling it a lot for nothing.
1: As we said, the strike was illegal. It should have never happened. Um, But we're happy with, you know, the deal we worked out.
0: And, of course, he's saying it's illegal because public employees are not allowed to strike in the state of Massachusetts. Yeah, there seemed to be – I mean, we weren't obviously in the negotiating room, but
1: there seemed to be a little bit of contention between the union and the mayor. Oh, throughout yeah. this whole thing because every time the deals broke down, the union was very quick to point out and say that the mayor is the one that gave up and he's the one that walked out of the room so – um you know, relationships matter, I think, when it comes down to these things.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things unfold going forward now that this is, uh, it appears to be done. Well, another other school news, today is the day that electric buses come to Boston Public Schools. So this is really cool. It is. It's exciting. This is part of Mayor Wu's Green New Deal. They're getting 20 new buses, swapping them out from the diesel school buses that the system has now, um, which Mayor Wu says not only are they noisy and exhaust these dangerous fumes, but also account for more than 10 percent of the city's emissions. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, so they are noisy, but this is
1: it's a little bit funny. I've I've always sort of wondered. If you've driven by an electric car, it is hard to hear them coming. And I always warn my oh, kids yeah, they're when they're quiet. walking, you know, if they have earbuds in or something, you know, I say, make sure you're looking around because you're not going to always hear it. The bus is like the prime example of like we know like you better get start moving when I can hear <laughs> the brakes in the bus coming down the street. I'm
0: like, it's coming! Get <laughs> the
1: door! So now... Um, I guess kids are just going to have to be on time. Um, right. But it's pretty cool. I love this as a step in the in the right direction as far as, you know, conserving um, energy and natural resources. Um, mm-hmm. They'll be rolled out after February school vacation.
0: Yes. As we heard from our, our colleague, GBH's Mark Herz, who was reporting on this today. And also, this is just the first of many where um, the entire fleet is expected to be replaced. It's, All 700, I think 739 exactly, buses uh, are expected to be electrified by 2030. Yeah. They just need some drivers for those buses <laughs> oh, now. Oh yeah, that's the next the next task. Well, moving on to another issue happening in the city of Boston. Hundreds gathered in Norwood yesterday to celebrate the life of thirteen year old Tyler Lawrence this weekend. Now this was the, the young man, um really the the boy, the child. Yeah, right? thirteen Who was yeah. shot and killed uh last week on Babson Street in Mattapan. Our, while visiting his grandparents, visiting right? Because he's from New Orleans, exactly. In- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, really tragic. I mean, you know, the the community is is still reeling, still trying to figure out exactly what happened, um, because authorities are still investigating this and saying that he was targeted. But at the same time, the family is is like, you know. We have done and we talked about this earlier about yeah. um, the mother being quoted in the Globe as saying, you know, I, I did all of these things, essentially moved him to Norwood to try to keep him out of trouble. And they're really and like rege- they happened. don't
1: love that label of like he was targeted. Right. Either the family is saying like, no, like there was no reason for anyone to do this. And they and, and I think that rightfully so. They're upset that it casts a light that he was like involved in some sort of like violent activity. As like his like pastime,
0: right, exactly, which is not at least not what we have been hearing from the people who knew him mm-hmm. um, and who you know played him as a as a really vibrant and promising individual who was being mentored in the through the Big Brothers Big Sisters program, who mm-hmm. was part of No Books No Ball, um, an organization over I, I, that Tony Richards runs. I believe mm-hmm. that's over in Dorchester. Also, don't want to misspeak there. But our colleague GBH's Tori Bedford was at the celebration of life yesterday and spoke to a few people who knew Tyler, such as Rachel Robinson, who grew up playing with him in their neighborhood in Norwood. I don't know how to feel at the, the moment because it hurts and then it stops hurting for a minute and then it just keeps going on and on. And so, I mean, it just speaks to, I remember also reading in The Globe right after this happened, one of his best friends was devastated. Um, mm. And it's, you know, it just speaks to when when this when these acts of violence happen, right, it's, it's the, obviously a person who is gone, but then it's the family and the friends who are left grieving. And a lot of times with young people, right, they are trying to process so many emotions that... They shouldn't have to. At and such it's a hard to age. even it's
1: hard to even say if they can. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like when you're 13 and something like this happens, it you almost have to grow up and then you look back and you realize, yep. wow, that was a lot. Because, you know, the world is just kind of as it is at 13. You just don't think the same way. Um, it's terribly tragic. It's... Um, You know, it impacts them. It makes—I'm sure—all of them feel a little bit unsafe.
0: Of course, and and to that point, Karen, we also heard today from Troy Smith. Um, who is the director of the Perkins Community Center, which is part of the Boston Centers for Youth and Families, one of many that they have across the city. So this was a gentleman that I met when I was out reporting during the primary election back in September. Um, And I was catching up with him recently and, you know, just about something else. And he he told me, well, you know, did you hear what happened to me? And I was like, what do you mean? And he told me that he had gotten shot um, just a few weeks before Christmas and his 58th birthday, which really turned the tables for him.
1: I've worked with families and victims of violence, but now I'm a victim of violence.
0: And and to your point again about it just not feeling safe, it's kind of like, well man, this is someone who is so used to responding to these tragedies. Um and yet it's happening to him, right? Which yeah. which you which we, we in and the full interview will be on GBHnews.org. Really an incredible interview, it. Paris. Thank it, you, Karen. It was Great uh it was,
1: it was nice to hear It was nice to hear your conversation, and it is really interesting because, as you pointed out, he has spent his life, you know, being that that place of safety. And he says himself he's given everything to everyone else and put Mm -hmm. everyone else first. And now that this happened to him, he's actually stepping back and thinking, like, well, I have to, like, think about myself sometimes, Mm -hmm. Um, which it does. His daughter was there. I mean, it sounded like it was a really traumatic event, of course. Yes, of course. He was was changing a tire.
0: Mm -hmm. He was at a gas station changing Mm -hmm. a tire. Just kind of standing by. Um, Which he-
1: goes further, I was just going to say, to tomorrow, your your interview.
0: Yes, we are planning to hear from the city's new senior advisor on community safety tomorrow. So stay tuned for that conversation, um, just to speak more, more broadly about how the city is approaching this issue that continues to plague uh, communities here in Boston. So the Grammys were last night, and of course, as we mentioned, Harry won. Harry Styles, but Harry Styles took the big one. He still has been moved into the corner here in the studio. <laughs> took the big one, album of the year, um, which was I, I'm sure much to the delight of Rachel and many other folks around, uh, not only around here but in in, in the in the world. Right? I feel like, you know I, I feel All like the one one Rachel will Direction want fans. me to
1: say that she actually is sort of she is in agreement with uh, the Bayhive, who is ah swarming. That should,
0: should yeah? So listen, Beyonce. <laughs> say did make history last night when yep. it make, becoming the, the most Grammy, earning the most Grammy wins in history, right? Most of course, winningest. Right. Most winningest Grammy yeah. award winning artists and um a lot of people were like, yeah, this is this she another year been that she's snubbed for an album, album of the of year. year. Exactly. <laughs> now, I mean, it's like, what would you rather have? You want both, right? I mean, it's Beyonce, but in any event, we'll see. She'll just have to make I, another you album. You know what? That's
1: a great question. is like, would everybody would people have been happy if she walked away with that title but then didn't get the four others that she wants. Exactly,
0: won. right? I think they want it in addition, right? <laughs> they want they want Queen Bee to take home it's everything. It's just turned
1: into such a thing with her. I feel like she must be like Keep my name out of this She's category. Like, whatever. Yeah, do, do whatever exactly. you want at this point. Like this point. is too much. Every single time the camera's on her, it doesn't matter what's going on. It's it's too yeah. much.
0: She's like, I'm still that girl, whether I get album of the year or not. <laughs> That's right. Well, a number of things are happening today. Uh first of all, beginning today, Anton's dry cleaner is accepted dry cleaners is accepting donations of prom dresses, handbags, and shoes for their Bell of the Ball program. You can yeah, go in your closets, dig deep. Yeah, we are curious, actually, if you have ever or would ever thrift something for a big event like prom or a wedding. You can text us your thoughts on that at 617 or email us at thewakeup at Or are your kids asking to thrift yeah. instead of going to the store? Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like this is like the shift. Definitely. Uh, and then this afternoon at 2 o'clock, there's going to be a free art and architecture tour at the BPL Central Branch. And then also tonight, the Bean Pot is kicking off at the Garden. Very exciting. The men's side will be bc playing harvard first then bu and northeastern then on tomorrow the women's tournament kicks off so we'll see who gets those bragging rights well that's what's on tap for monday february 6 2023 i'm paris alston and i'm karen marshall this is gbh
1: gbh